0: Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast, man. I'm your host, Arsidio as usual, and today is a very, very special one. Just want to give you guys a nice little sneak peek into what I do in my coaching classes. So this is the story of Al-Heli. Al-Heli, born and raised in Peru, obviously living out there in Peru, the same age as me, she ended up approaching me probably somewhere around mid-July, And it was by email and she asked for my services and whatnot. And I was so ecstatic because obviously, Aheli, she opened up the floodgates for so many others who have begun to come in and ask me for assistance and whatnot. So big shout out to Aheli. Um, And so when Aheli first came to me, you know, we got on a call. I went over a couple of things and then she ended up signing up for a good six hours and within six hours, um, again, her goal was to get a score of 95, but she ended up getting 114, you know? And so this is why I tell people, like, don't aim low, always set your bar in expectations high. She was like, oh, I just need 95. I said, you'll get 100. She said, 100? No way. No way. I said, oh, believe me, you'll get 100. 100. So luckily, you know, in both the reading and listening, she did phenomenal. She even got a 29 in her writing, which was amazing because we only covered the writing just a little bit. And she got a 26 in her speaking. Now, so what I'm going to do is share a couple of snippets in regards to her before, the first coaching session, and the after. And we're going to dissect these also. So guys, with that being said, let's listen to the first part of when she first came into my coaching
1: department is planning to award scholarships to students who uh, have reached 90% or above grades and the female is against it because she considers that the equipment is outdated. I mean the equipment the current student use is too old and it's not suitable for their needs and the second reason is that she thinks they should uh, invest more or spend that money on current students rather than on potential students.
0: Alright, so there is the first recording, people. So, basically, this was about the chemistry department, and she ended up doing a pretty decent job considering that this was the opening remarks to everything. Now, if you look at some of the information, okay, or if you go back, you would probably, as a matter of fact, you didn't hear the actual recording, which you're going to hear in the second recording, right? But, What ended up happening, if we just look at her overall bulk of work, basically what she lacked was linkers. And so I tried telling everyone, if you slow it down, of course, the rate at which she had spoken, if you could slow it down, you will sound more fluent than rushing. Now, a lot of people out there, they're like, oh, but there's so much I need to fit in. I understand that. There are specific details and then there are specific specifics. so we're going to call them the double s details that you don't necessarily need because if you again look at some of the speaking question fours those are a little bit more difficult because there is an array of details right and so how are you going to fit what is a two-minute recording into a one-minute recording based on obviously everything you heard written down and what you need to report it's because you're going to have to take down the big, big details rather than all the small, specific details. So, again, she needs to include more linkers. Of course, you didn't hear the the opening remarks and whatnot, but overall, she is very understood. She could be understood very, very well. So, again, now this was the very beginning. This was the chemistry department. This was the first day of coaching. So now what you're going to do, you're going to listen to the audio, you're going to take down all the notes, and then you're going to hear her speak about it. You might hear a couple of disruptions in the background. Do not worry. It's because obviously family was there and whatnot, so you might hear some rumbling and stuff like that. But nonetheless, you're going to hear the overall bulk of it. So with that being said, here's the second one. And if you want to do it, Write it down and then go back, listen to her details, and see if you got the same notes she had taken down. Again, there was no reading, okay? You're just going to be listening to the the audio, which is to speak in part two. Okay? That being said, let's stop it. As a freshman student, what is your opinion about this letter?
2: Personally, I don't like the idea. Why not? Well, I agree that there aren't enough dorm rooms, but I think that there should be lounges and study areas in the dorms. They are important to have because some students may need to have a quiet space away from their noisy roommates. I agree, especially if most students are partying and you have an exam to study for. And you might need a quiet place to just read. I'm sure the lounges and study areas are quiet. Yes, I agree. Sometimes you need a quiet spot. And I have another point. I don't think the location of the lounges and study areas would make good dorm rooms for freshmen. They are at the corners of each floor, too far away from most of the other students. To me, this is not your typical dorm experience. Oh, so you're saying that the converted rooms should not be for the freshmen? Yes, that's right. Um, Well, I mean, nobody should have to live in the converted rooms. They aren't the best, but even more, it is worse for freshmen. But I guess if you need the space, then you could ask if any sophomore is interested. They most likely have made friends and are familiar with the campus.
1: Okay, housing. Megan doesn't agree with this idea for two reasons. The first is that she believes it is important to have a quiet space to study before exams or just to read, and many times your roommates are parting. And the second reason is that, lo- that the location isn't suitable or isn't the most adequate for freshmen because these uh, rooms are at, cor- the cor- at the corners of each floor, so she suggests that maybe sophomores
0: would be interested to, to stay there. All right, guys. So, with that being said, here we go. This is about the letter, and she opened it up by saying, Okay, doesn't agree. But what I loved is the number one, and how she opened it up by saying, She believes it's more important, quiet space. However, believes it's important, or believes it's more important to do this rather than this. That's an excellent way to use the verb, the static verb, believe, and also to make a comparison. However, there was a little differentiation in information that she had given versus what was said. She said, uh, "What's important is the quiet space," and then again she said, "And many times her roommates are partying." Now, you would not at you would not use the coordinating conjunction and because the thing is, there's a result here. So people are in need of quiet spaces because roommates are normally partying. You wouldn't add on information because there's obviously there's there's there's, uh, there's a problem here. People need this because of this. It's not people need this and they need partying. Got it? So a little minor error, but nonetheless, pretty good. Okay. Uh, not the most adequate. That's what I had written down. And again, she was still rushing and there were just a little bit insufficient linkers. So this is probably why the coherence of the seven criteria and, you know, you know, her body of work and why she got a 26 and how she could have gotten a 27 or 28. Because, again, there were a couple of linkers, but because she was rushing so quickly and trying to state everything, the stuttering happened. OK. So, again, the stuttering, it could be a one-second takeaway, two-second takeaway, three-second takeaway, and when that happens, you end up losing out on very specific details that if you or she were to slow it down a little bit, she would have been more coherent. But because she wasn't and because she didn't use linkers, this is how she ultimately ended up getting a 26 But nonetheless, she ended up getting a 114 overall on her TOEFL IBT. She was one of the very – oh, she was the first student that came forth on uh, Spotify. And since then, I've had other people from Spain, Peru too. Um, What is it? Cuba, India, uh, Brazil. Oh, man, it's just been amazing. So I'm so grateful for all of it and for everyone out there who continues to come on. Again, if you guys are interested – in my online coaching and whatnot. Make sure you reach out to me. Follow me on Instagram. And once I know you follow me on Instagram, I know that, okay, you guys are serious with, you know, the online coaching. Again, free consultations if you go from from Spotify to Instagram. Just make sure you put it in. And again, man, I'll be waiting for all of you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope this was able to give you a little bit of guidance and Stay tuned for more because we're going to be doing a heck of a lot more over and out.